pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. High Five Casino Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast. Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. In the last hours, brand new surveillance footage has been released from a local hotel showing the warden slash lover strutting back and forth and back and forth in a hotel lobby the very same day within hours of her springing a killer and i mean a stone cold killer i'm nancy grace this is crime stories thank you for being with us here at fox nation and sirius xm 111 first of all take a listen to our friends at waay 31 We start with new details in the nationwide manhunt for an escaped Lauderdale County inmate and corrections supervisor who the sheriff's office says helped him. Take a look at your screen now. This is new video from the Lauderdale County Sheriff's Office. It shows former corrections supervisor Vicki White. You can see her right there moving around on the screen. She was checking out of the Quality Inn in Florence in this video. This is the same day she disappeared with capital murder suspect Casey White. The hotel is located near where the pair got into their getaway vehicle. The car was found in Tennessee, just south of Nashville. 
Wow, so many questions with me, an all-star panel. But the first person I want to go to is special guest, Sheriff Rick Singleton, the Lauderdale County Sheriff. Sheriff, thank you for being with us. Sheriff, a couple of quick things based on what we just heard. Where the car was found in Florence, that is north of Lauderdale County? Well, Florence is actually the county seat of Lauderdale County. The car was found... uh in Bethesda, Tennessee, which is about a two-hour drive north of Florence. Okay. Well, you know what? I got that half right. Hold on. So that was in Bethesda, and you're saying it's two hours north, correct? Yes, ma'am. Would that suggest to you, Sheriff, that they are, in fact, headed north? Because no way would they go two hours north and then turn back and circle back down, let's just say, to get lost in Florida. They're definitely traveling north. Wouldn't you agree with that? Uh, that that's the indication from where the car was found. We not we do not know uh, how they left that area. Um, you know where the car was abandoned. If they hitched a ride, if they stole another vehicle. Uh, to our knowledge, we haven't gotten any reports of stolen vehicles in the area. Uh, if they had a second car. Uh, you know, we're, we're just not sure. Uh, we're sort of back square one on I that. I want to talk to you about those theories, Sheriff. First, let me introduce the rest of our panel. Joining me from WAAY-TV, multimedia journalist Xavier Wary. He's been on the case from the very beginning. 27 years with the FBI. Bobby Chacon, now producer, writer of original series After the Fall. Karen Stark, renowned New York psychologist, joining us from Manhattan at KarenStark.com. James Shelnut, 27 years Metro Major Case, now lawyer at the shellnutlawfirm.com. A very special guest joining us. Austin Williams is here today. Austin's mother, Connie, was murdered by the guy that has just been sprung by Vicki White, Casey White, no relation, admitted he murdered Austin's mom. Now, we're focusing a lot on where the car is, where they are, what are they driving, what do they look like right now, how did it happen, what went wrong. Think about this. You know where I was yesterday? I was with my children. It was incredible. And you know who else was with us? My mother. But Austin couldn't be with his mother because his mother was murdered by this guy. Sheriff I want to follow up. Bobby Chacon, James Shelnut, everybody, Xavier, jump in. Remember, this is no tea party at Highgrove. I want to hear every bit of information I can hear. Let's analyze what you just said, Sheriff Rick Singleton. You said they either walked away from the car, they either hitched a ride, or they had another car ready. I want to analyze, did they have another car ready? First question, Sheriff. Why did they ditch the car? Did they have car trouble? Well, we're we're still not certain that that was the issue. Um, the car was abandoned in a, a rural area on a county road where it would obviously be seen and it would uh, be reported. So, you know, it's either one of uh, two things. They either either uh, uh, ditched the vehicle there to throw us off or they had car trouble. Um, I've not heard from the investigators if they checked the mechanics of the car. It appeared... Uh, from one photo I've seen, and I've not personally seen the car. It is being brought back here to Florence this morning. Um, I, I, it appeared to have a flat tire. 
but I'm not sure about that. But I will certainly have my investigators let me know as soon as we can get a, a definite determination. Okay, let's figure that out. Chacon, you're hearing what Sheriff Singleton is saying. Here's my thinking. They tried to spray paint the car green. All right. So we know that they had a plan. They were going to paint the car green. For some reason, they gave up on that plan. If they were going to repaint the car green, why would they have had a second vehicle? That rules out thinking of a second vehicle getaway. On the other hand, they left the car, the getaway car, in a very obvious spot where it would be seen. That would suggest what to you? That they did have a second vehicle? What's your prevailing train of thought, Bobby Chacon? Yeah, I think that, I think you're right. I don't think it, they had a plan B. In other words, I think they had a plan. Something went awry with the plan, painting the car, whatever stopped them from doing, completing that. Um, and now I'd be looking at any other ways that they could have left that area because, you know, they could have had a second car. All of this is still up in the air, but the way things look right now that they had their plan in place, they were in the process of executing their plan when something else interrupted them. In other words, if they would have completed the painting of the car and they ditched the car somewhere else after it was completely, maybe that's part of the plan, but this partial attempt at painting the car not being completed leads me to believe that 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 was part of the plan, paint the car and get away with the new color. Um, and so I think they were either interrupted or somehow had to abandon that plan. Whether they had a plan B or a plan C, I don't know, but mm-hmm. I doubt that they did. Well, hold on just a second, Chacon. What about this? This woman, um, Vicki White, Karen Stark, have you seen, remember Robert Blake? Can we just talk about him for a of moment? Course. He murdered his wife, Bonnie Lee Bakley. Remember all the lists that he and his cohorts had? They had very, very intricate lists of what they were going to buy lime, buy a, buy a shovel, do this, do that. In this case, Vicki White made elaborate plans. And Sheriff, correct me if I'm wrong. She planned down to the day of her retirement. She sold her home ahead of time. She withdrew $90,000 cash from multiple banks. She stayed in a hotel the night before. She bought the getaway car under an assumed name, I think, with cash. She parked that car in a shopping center. She had it parked in a spot where it would not be observed by surveillance video. She had everything planned. She'd been talking to her co-workers about her retirement, that she was going to go to sit on a beach somewhere. Everything was carefully planned. So why wouldn't there be a plan B, Karen Stark? Well, I'm hearing what everyone had to say, Nancy. It seems to me, I mean, this is a very shrewd woman. She could have been working on this, I suspect, for years. And so... There had to be some kind of a backup plan. If to me, if she painted it, they planned to paint it, they had a flat tire, something happened. I have no doubt they found another vehicle, though they did something that got them to be able to travel away. Do you think they had a plan B? Just boil it down yes. for me, okay? Because I'm just a JD, you're the shrink. Plan B or no plan B? Yes. Very simple. I think yes, they no. Had a plan B. Yes, you think there was a plan B. Okay, Sheriff Singleton, you know what else I think was planned? 
something that his mother said. How she's talking about how he's really not a bad guy. Okay, BS on that. She said, Sheriff, oh, he didn't kill that woman. He just confessed to it so he could get brought back to the local jail. So I'm wondering how long this plan had been in the works. Did he? Of course, he killed uh, Austin's mother. We know that. But did he give the confession in order to get back to the local jail to hook back up with Vicki White? What do you think about that? Well, I, I know that uh, that theory is out there. I don't. Uh, I know that he confessed uh, uh, to the homicide of Connie Ridgway, and uh, he was facing charges for that. Uh, some other uh, uh, things about how calculating Vicky White was in this plan. We we also know now that prior to the escape, that she was shopping for clothes, uh, men's clothes, in a local clothing store. Uh, she also shopped in an adult store. And, uh, you know, the, the thing about the abandoned car, you know, the thing that questions me, if they were going to abandon it for a plan B, why would they risk driving it for two hours? Uh, I guess assuming we might get a, a identification on the car sooner. Uh, it looks like they would have uh, ditched it a little closer. But uh, it, there's still a lot of questions to be answered concerning, uh, you know, the, the car and, and where it was abandoned and, and where how they left that area. Uh, we're looking at every possible scenario uh, to try to determine that. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Tired of boring lunches? Picture this. You're at Chipotle ordering the same old burrito bowl. But wait, there's more excitement in store than just guac. Introducing Drop, the ultimate rewards app. Just link your card, dine at your favorite restaurants, and you'll earn points to get free gift cards from tons of brands. It's like getting paid to eat. Hungry for savings? Download the Drop app now and use code DROP44 to kickstart your rewards journey with $5 in points. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Sheriff, you said that she had been shopping for men's clothing ahead of the bust, right? Yes, ma'am. Now, I think that's where that uh, rumor is circulating that they stopped at some adult, I guess, a sex toy shop. But that was before she sprung him, right? Yes, ma'am. That, that was in the days leading up to the escape. Wow. You're doing a lot of background work. What about where she parked the getaway car, Sheriff? Was it in a spot in that shopping center where video would not catch it? Well, it, it was It was a very obvious part, uh, spot. It was right on the side of one of the busiest uh, streets here in Florence. Uh, the, the cover there was that there are several other cars parked there that are for sale. Uh, older cars, and so it sort of blended in because it's a low-profile car as far as the light bar on it and so forth. It's a Ford Taurus, uh, sits a little lower, and uh, you know it didn't just stand out. Uh, you know, at, at someone that wasn't wasn't like a big SUV or something. Well, what I'm getting at, Sheriff, is if you could see it on video, couldn't you see him? I mean, couldn't you see them getting into the car? No, ma'am. There, there was no video footage uh, in the shop in the area that uh, that uh, depicted that. Uh, but there again, that's another reason I think she chose this location because we did have a witness who uh, saw the getaway car there the night before. I actually looked at it. Uh, he was looking at the cars that were for sale there, and um, he looked at that specific car and went around the front wow. and looked the uh, number to call about it, and there was no for sale sign, no phone number on it. He thought that was odd, being it was parked there among other cars for sale. And Sheriff, uh, it didn't already have the green paint on it at that time, did it? No, ma'am. It had, did not have the paint on it. Gotcha. Okay. You know, I want to, sir, one more thing, Sheriff, before I go to Austin and Xavier Wherry. Sheriff, what about his medication? Is it medication that he, uh, has to have refilled? Uh, he is on medication, and, uh, I, you know, there's no medication taken with them, uh, to my our knowledge. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm not that familiar with his specific situation concerning his, uh, his uh, medical needs, but uh, uh, I do know that uh, I've been told that he can get uh, pretty violent if he's not on his meds. I'm just wondering if it's anything that he's going to have to get, like, is he diabetic? Uh, Does he have a heart problem? Is there something he has to take they're going to have to stop and get somehow? Or did she get that pre-ordered as well? I want to go now to Austin Williams. This is Connie Ridgway's son. Connie was murdered 10-23-15, October 23rd, 2015. Austin, when you heard that this guy... Casey White had been sprung from jail. First of all, tell me about it. What happened? I was completely shocked. The district attorney's office was good enough to call myself and my brother before the news broke. So I was just kind of in a state of shock, not having any details. And as the details came out, to me, it seemed like it was getting worse and worse. How's your family holding up? 
we're holding up the, the, the best we can. It's just you know, it's a stressful time, and we've got a birthdays going on and Mother's Day weekend, and it's just kind of it's on top of all that. It's really kind of a trying time. Austin, do you remember when you learned your mother had been killed? Uh, yeah, I remember it like it was yesterday. Uh, my brother had called me and said that she was found in her apartment with, with blood on her. And at that point, I mean, I knew it was really bad. And they didn't tell me that she'd been murdered because I was I was going to drop them from Atlanta. So they wouldn't be in the best shape possible. But I, I knew something, was, I knew it was really bad. They told you what? That she was in her apartment and had blood on her? So, uh, so my brother called me and said that she was found in her apartment with blood on her. And, of course, that doesn't sound right, right? So I, I was really worried. You know, Austin, um, I still remember when I learned my fiancé had been murdered. It was just like a horrible blur. But then I also remember by this time I was in New York, working at Court TV, and I got a, I'd come off the air, sat down at my desk, started working, started reading email, and someone, a viewer, had sent me an email that Keith's murderer had been paroled. I had no idea. Nobody told me ahead of time. He was out. I had no idea how long he had been out. And I will still remember that coming over me um, it was like a physical sensation. I, I cannot even imagine how you felt when the DA's office called. And God bless them for calling and letting you know before the whole world knew about it. Uh, Xavier Wary joining me from WAAY-TV. Xavier, thanks for being with us. Tell me the very latest. Yeah, so, I mean, really, uh, after speaking with Sheriff Singleton, we're still just trying to make sure that we, you know, push out the um facts right and the fact is that we really don't know where they are um again we know that the car was last located in williamson county tennessee um a week after they actually ditched the vehicle so uh, i spoke with someone from the u.s marshal services and they told me that you know although it is a week later they are glad that they now have a sense of direction as to where they are uh but again they could really be going anywhere at this moment in time hey sheriff rick singleton joining me the elected sheriff in lauderdale county Sheriff, how far is it from where their escape vehicle, the Ford Taurus, orange Ford Taurus, was abandoned to a major interstate? It was within about three miles of I-65, just south of Nashville, Franklin, Tennessee. Oh, my goodness. Just south of Nashville? Uh, Or Franklin? About. Okay, yeah. I I think I know what happened. Nancy, I I, I hate to interrupt. Jump in. But... The interesting yeah. thing is for the last nine months, I've been driving through Bethesda for a project I was working on towards Spring Hill. So I'm very familiar with that kind of like with that route. And it's a very rural area, but it is close to the interstate in Spring Hill. So what interstate was it, Sheriff? I-65. And that's just three miles south of Nashville and Franklin? Uh, it, it was three, three miles east of I-65. It's about 20 miles south of Nashville. Where will I-65 take you, Sheriff? If you follow it, how, where will it go? I-65 originates in Mobile, Alabama, on the southern end, and it uh, goes into Chicago. Okay. I'm learning a lot right now. So, here we go. I-65, three miles from I-65 from where they dumped that car. He says, the Sheriff tells us, it looks like it had a flat. 
and trying to work the car over and see if there was any other problem. It was not spray painted green before it was left. They did that. So what is their thinking? Where will they go? To you, Bobby Chacon joining me, 27 years FBI agent. If they only had three miles to walk, and this is in a rural area, they could stay under the cover of trees. We got to get, I would get canines out there to follow their scent to see which way they were going, but obviously toward that interstate, I-65. Once they get to I-65, anybody could have picked them up. I mean, you're right there at Nashville and Franklin. People from all over the world are going to Nashville. And if they got a, a ride from a trucker or anybody, they could be God knows where by now, Bobby Chacon. Absolutely. Hundreds, if not thousands of miles away from that area, they could be conceivably, you know, and, and my theory is heading north because, um, you know, if they can get into Canada. Because I said that at the beginning of the program and you're piggybacking on me. No, and, and here's why. I think that I, I believe that Canada will not extradite murder in uh, capital murder cases. So they will not extradite. Exactly. It's facing the death penalty. And I've, I've read reports that he is possibly facing the death penalty. So he could get refuge. In Canada, who will not extradite um, unless the U.S. promises not to prosecute on a capital offense. So so that, I don't know if they thought it out that much. They certainly had enough time to think about that. Um, but my theory has been all along, not Mexico, they're headed to Canada because of that, because of the non-extradition in capital murder cases. And to you, James Shelnut, I mean, it just makes common sense. I, I think Bobby Chacon is absolutely correct, by the way. Um, Jackie, pull me up a, a U.S. map, if you don't mind. Shelnut. It makes common sense because if they were going north and they were already, how far did you say, Xavier Wary, uh, how far north of Florence were they? Was it two hours? Yes, it is about two hours. Or was it three? Was it two or three hours north? Sheriff, yeah, it's sure. about two hours. The, uh, the vehicle was found due east of Spring Hill, as the gentleman said, uh, Spring Hill, Tennessee. Uh, so, yeah, it's about... Uh, Two hours from from Florence, Alabama, to that location. Yeah. Okay. I I think Chacon is right, James Shellnut, because why would they go two hours north and then sort turn around and go back right into the territory that's hot on their trail? No, they're going north. But think this through with me, Shellnut. If this takes them towards Chicago, what would their route be? How would they intersect with a major northern thoroughfare to get them? up to Canada, because I think that's where they're headed. Yeah, I, I don't doubt that at all. I mean, I think uh, one, one thing is when you've got interstates, you've got truck drivers. And so it would not be uncommon for them to make their way to a truck stop. They could have walked. They could have taken an Uber. They could have taken a lift to a truck stop. They could have stolen a car and driven it to a truck stop and then caught a ride with one of these long, over-the-road truckers. That would be a, a great way for them to get out of the area undetected in a vehicle that no one knew that they were riding in. Totally. But you know what? Sheriff Rick Singleton, there has been no reports of another stolen vehicle. None, none that we've been made aware of. That you that you can connect back to them. them. So, Xavier Weary, joining me, WAAY-TV, are there other agencies helping Lauderdale County? Uh, yes. Again, I know that the U.S. Marshal Service is there definitely uh, helping out. And, um, again, after speaking with them, they just want to put as many eyes in the area as possible. Um, and they're surveilling the area as we know it right now um, in the area of Tennessee. So um, definitely just trying to stay on top of it. I know our team has worked diligently and gone above and beyond to make sure that we stay on top of this story and just provide the facts as we receive them. 
Sheriff Singleton, hearing what Xavier Wherry just said, I'm wondering what the closest truck stop would have been or if tracking dogs were pulled in where the car was abandoned to see which way they went. You know the terrain, Sheriff. Would it have made sense for them to follow the road but staying in the woods all the way till they could get to I-65? Well, it's, it appears they were trying to stay to the back roads, uh, uh, you know, again, unless they deliberately ditched this car. Um, the, uh, you know, as far as the interstate, uh, it, it is close by. I've traveled that route frequently. I have a daughter that lives just north of Nashville, and uh, I don't recall any major truck stops along that area of 65 uh, until you get on uh, north of Nashville, but I could be wrong. Question to you, Sheriff. Does 65 intersect with uh, I-65? Does that intersect with 75 at any point to go north up toward, you know, for instance, New York, try to get to that Canadian border? Well, uh, that yes, it, it connects with interstate that goes into Detroit uh, up in Kentucky. I think Louisville, well, there's a, there's a, I don't know, recall the interstate number, but it does uh, go over to Cincinnati and then on up to Detroit. 65 to I-69, I-69 to I-75 to I-75 in Michigan. Uh, and that intersects in Michigan? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Just, 69 takes you to 75 up to Canada. There you go. So I-65 to I-69 in Detroit, that's just what Singleton was just saying, and in Detroit, they could catch I-75 all the way straight up to Canada. I, I, you know, what do you think about her changing her appearance, Sheriff? And hey, to the rest of the panel, again, jump in. We need all the brain. We need a brain trust on this. Sheriff, what do you think about her changing her appearance? Well, I, I think it'd probably be obvious that she probably would, uh, especially with all the media coverage that uh, this case has gotten nationwide. Uh, you know, there are photographs out there uh, everywhere. I've even seen it on billboards on the interstates. Uh, so, you know, I, I think it, obviously she would, uh, both of them would probably try to change their appearance. The one thing he can't change is that he's six foot nine inches tall. Um, you know, question, Sheriff, you stated that they had been, she had been shopping for men's clothes and I guess sex toys before she sprang him. What else did she shop for? Did she shop for hair dye or anything else? Did she use her credit card? Uh, not aware of, uh, we do know she was at the adult bookstore and a local uh, shopping center, a uh, uh, clothing store. Uh, she did use her credit card, her personal credit card at the motel. So assuming that since these uh, other visits were prior to the escape, she probably used her personal per- uh, credit card. I haven't been given that information. I'm not sure. I mean, th- think about it. Uh, jump in, Bobby Chacon. If she used her credit card for the hotel, did she use it for hair dye? Did she use it for Anything else we could use to trace them? Yeah, I mean, look, as as much as she's planned this out, I would think that she is trying to use, or that you would think that she would try to use cash as much as possible. She sold her house recently. She sold other belongings. She kind of liquidated herself these last few weeks, I would guess. And, uh, you know, that creates a lot of cash. And I will, you know, if it was me and I was planning this thing as meticulous as she did, I would, I would have used a lot of cash. Guys, we were talking about the former 
I call her a warden. I guess she could be called a jailer. What would be her correct term, Sheriff Singleton? She was assistant director of corrections. And, uh, you know, the the issue of the cash, uh, there again, you know, we do know she had a considerable amount of cash on her. Uh, but the thing about it, that cash is not doing her any good in her pocket. She's going to have to spend it somewhere, which means that uh, they're going to be out and about, and, and hopefully somebody will spot them. You know, question um, to Shellnut, Chacon, Wary, anybody on the panel, you know that she got some fake IDs. You know she did. This woman is smart. She pre-planned everything. How would she have gone about getting a fake ID, and can that be traced? Okay, everybody, jump in. Getting a fake ID well, is easy. Every 18-year-old at the beach has got one. That's not a problem at all. I mean, you know, I, I, I think it'd be very easy for her to possibly conceal her identity. I think the sheriff hit the nail on the head. You know, the key factor and what's going to be most recognizable is him. And, you know, his height, his size, he's going to stick out like a sore thumb. Nancy? Yeah, jump in. I think, I think you really also, you said something which I think is significant. This man is supposed to be on medication. And from what I've read, without medications, he can be violent, which we know he's violent to begin with. And um, sometimes do drugs. He's known to do meth, and that would make him even be more um, violent, crazy, acting out. And she herself is at risk when it, it comes to being with him. And I don't know that she ever took that into consideration. The fact that he could turn on her very easily. Nancy, another thing too is that they could easily go to someone's home an elderly person's home or, or someone's home right. who may not be familiar with the store because they're not in the area. And that person would be in grave danger. And that's what scares me is not just the victims in the past, but the possible future victims who may unwittingly help them and become murder victims themselves. Well, speaking of, I want you to take a listen to Our Cut 33, our friends at WHNT 19. At the time of the death of 31-year-old Christy Lynn Shelton in 2008, police say that Casey White was there at the home in Lexington, but after an investigation, he was ruled out as a suspect. But her family said they'd never believed that story, asking questions about exactly what Casey was doing at the time that Casey, that Shelton was shot. Casey and Shelton were dating at the time. Her family has taken to social media to push for a reinvestigation into this case. In a video sent to News 19, the daughter of Christy Shelton says that when Casey White escaped with the assistance of prison guard Vicki White, it opened up a range of uncontrollable emotions for her family who was seeking justice for their mother. So Casey White was with my mom the night that she committed suicide. Um, nothing was really ever investigated. I don't even know if they took him in for questioning. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. Goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Are you spending a fortune while shopping on Amazon? What if I said you can earn cash back while you shop? Introducing Drop, the ultimate rewards app. 
Whether it's fashion, electronics, or groceries, you can earn free gift cards just by shopping online or in-store at tons of your favorite brands. Download the Drop app now and start earning while you shop. Plus, for a limited time, use code DROP11 to get $5 in points instantly. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Maybe this video will fall in the right hands of someone that can actually make a difference or um, look into it more, maybe investigate. I'm not really sure. You're hearing the voice of Summer Mitchell, her mom, died of suicide while in the home with this guy, this six foot nine killer, Casey White. Now, is it correct, Xavier Wary joining us, WAAY-TV, that the victim in that case, Christy Lynn Shelton, reportedly committed suicide with a sawed-off shotgun? Uh, from the reports that I have read, yes, that is correct. I mean... Isn't that kind of hard to do, Sheriff Singleton? Shoot yourself. I mean, I've had plenty of cases with shot-off shotguns, but they're still a shotgun. And even when you saw them off, they're, uh, the ones I have were at least 14, maybe 14, 15 inches long at best. Because you've got the whole stock, you've got all that that's still part of the gun to make it work. I mean, have you ever seen a sawed-off less than, say, 14 inches, Sheriff? Uh, well, no. I mean, you know, a sawed-off shotgun is, uh, you know, uh, you commonly come across those with criminals. Uh, the thing that struck me uh, strange about that particular case is that, you know, most women don't use a gun of any kind to commit suicide. So, uh, you know, it, it's just sort of a strange case. It's a very strange case. It stinks. All right. Chacon, do you agree? I mean, think about suicide, just generally speaking, statistically, a female of her age and where she is socioeconomically, 
everything taken into account, she would never have shot herself as a mode of suicide in the rare occasion that does happen. Women don't usually do that. They jump out a window. They may take an overdose. They may turn on a gas oven or turn on carbon monoxide in their car, but they don't shoot themselves, much less in the chest or the face. But think about this, Jacone. As the sheriff just said, who do you know, a civilian that has a sawed-off shotgun? Now that he said that, he's right. Every case I ever had with a sawed-off, a criminal had it. She was no criminal. And think of it logistically, turning a shotgun toward you and shooting yourself. My point is, he killed her. Yeah, it's it's very unlikely that she she kills her. As the sheriff said, it's very, and you just said that it's very rare that women use a gun to commit suicide. Um and the only re and you're right, uh, 14 inches, I believe, is the shortest you can saw off a shotgun before getting into the mechanisms of the weapon. And even, even at 14 inches, you don't saw off a shotgun barrel um, other than to just conceal it when you're committing a crime because it's very dangerous. When you shorten the barrel that much, it's a very dang- it's even more dangerous uh, than it is with the barrel intact. Um, so really, there's no reason to saw off a shotgun unless you want to conceal it to commit a crime. Um, so, and it's a very, very difficult weapon to kill yourself with um even when people kill themselves with guns it's usually a handgun um long barrel weapons even if they're sawed off like that um it's makes it even more unusual and anything that happens around this guy given his history and, and his lifestyle um comes into question if he's in the house and someone ends up dead i'm gonna look right at him you know to sheriff rick singleton joining me the elected sheriff there in lauderdale county Again, uh, especially to you and Austin, I'm so grateful for you guys being with us. You know, I'm trying to figure out, Sheriff Singleton, what else I can learn from that car that was abandoned. Obviously, they tried to spray, spray paint it green. That tells me they wanted to stay in that car. That tells me they did not have a plan for a second vehicle. Tell me about, you said and your press release, and your conference, that they left it in a very obvious spot. Do you believe that was by plan? I, 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 I don't, I don't, what's your thinking, Sheriff? I, I don't personally think it was planned. Um, the reason it attracted attention so soon, uh, this car was reported uh, spotted at 1.50 p.m. on Friday, April 29th, the same morning that they escaped. Uh, they left the Florence area approximately 10 o'clock. So that's three hours and 50 minutes. It's a two hour drive. Obviously they have somewhere on the route. They stopped and took the time to try to paint the car. Uh, I don't really think it was because it was parked right in an intersection and what attracted the attention so soon was a, a homeowner right up the road was out walking. Uh, and saw the vehicle, and she was concerned the school bus would not be able to make the turn because it was abandoned at an intersection. And uh, so she immediately called. This was just shortly before school was to let out. So she immediately called the sheriff's office. They sent a dispatch to deputy. Uh, they had the car towed, and it was towed at 2.37. So, you know, I, I don't really think that was in their plan, personally. Uh, again, I can't prove that. I wish I could. Uh, I wish we had more facts where we knew exactly why they abandoned the car. But uh, my gut's telling me that it, it, that it threw them a curve, that they, they got caught without transportation and took some, some kind of desperate means to, to find transportation from there. 
I, now you're telling me they abandoned the car how many hours after they left the shopping center? The, the patrol car was spotted on video at 9.49 a.m. Uh, at an intersection just two blocks from where the car was abandoned um, and where they switched vehicles. So, you know, by the time they got it parked, got into the other vehicle, they were leaving the Florence area approximately 10 o'clock that morning. The car was found at 1.50, which is three hours and 50 minutes. Wow. That was not their plan. I agree with you. Guys, if you have information or think you have information, 800-336-0102. Nancy Gray's Crime Story signing off. Goodbye, friend. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Constantly making trips to Home Depot? Introducing Drop, the app that rewards you for every shopping trip. Earn free gift cards for shopping. Download the Drop app now and use code DROP33 to get $5 in points. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.